You see your peers guesting on podcasts. They're everywhere and they're gaining authority and growing their biz like gangbusters. What is their secret? Well, I chat with Julie Fry of the Your Guest Expert about podcast guesting, how to get on shows, why to hire a guest booking agency, and what to look for when you decide to work with one. Plus, this is the first episode where I start sharing a favorite tool and a dad joke. <laughs> so let's dive in. So, hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey, guys, I have my friend Julie Fry here from your expert guest. And of course, there's two sides of podcasting, right? You're either hosting a show or you're guesting or hopefully even doing both. And so many people get asked, how do I get on shows? And of course, a guest booking service like Julie's is a key partner in that strategy of your business. Um, So thanks for joining, Julie. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, Lindsay. So why don't we frame the conversation? Yeah. And then... Because a lot of people like, do I really need one there? You always get that question, right? Um, But first, I want to frame the conversation and like, why do we want to be a guest on shows? Because some people do think, oh, I need to host a show. I need to host a show. Mm -hmm. We're really, and I've even told clients this, depending on your goals, like you probably want to consider guesting instead for now. So what would your answer be for that? Yes, yes. Um, There are a number of reasons why being a guest on a podcast is such a great visibility tool. And like you mentioned, for some people that are thinking about hosting a podcast, it is a great way to test the medium to see if it's a right fit for you. Because as you know, as a podcast host, there's a lot of time and energy and money that goes into consistently producing episodes every week. And so by being a guest, you get to test how you like being in this medium and having conversations with other podcast hosts. Uh, Does that feel good to you? For some people, they love it. It is definitely um, a push for them to start their own podcast. We've had a number of clients that have gone through the process of guesting first for about a year, and then they go Mm. and start their own podcast. Um, And then for other people, guesting is a great way to stay visible without spending hours on social media. Mm. That's something that we find is really common with a lot of our clients is they don't love being online all the time, being in Facebook groups and figuring out what they're going to post on LinkedIn and Instagram. So by being a guest, just having a conversation with another human being, you're building a great relationship. Then you have the benefit of having all of those people who listen to that podcast. Now they know about you, whereas they might not have before. So great visibility tool. Um, I love it for the relationship and the networking piece. That is honestly, one of my favorite pieces and some of our clients' favorite pieces of guesting, because Mm -hmm. every time you interview, you get to add a new connection to your professional network. And in many cases, those people can be referral partners for Mm -hmm. you. 
Um, I've seen this with many of the interviews that I've gone on. We go on to refer each other business. And so think about the time you save versus going to a networking meeting. Remember when we all used to do that? (laughs) You get into your car, you drive 30 minutes, and then you'd show up. Pile of business cards. Yeah, an awkward (laughs) hour long, you know, chat or maybe longer. And then you drive home. And so for me, like that would be half a day. And you may or may not meet some people that would be great referral partners yeah. for you. So um, I think the podcast guesting is a great way to connect with other people and just build relationships because that's really at the heart of all of our businesses. You know, they say your net worth is your network. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And it's funny when I started out, my goal was to just get more exposure for my business, get my name mm-hmm. out there, you know, exponentially, because mm-hmm. you can reach so many more people faster mm-hmm. through guesting on podcasts. And what I totally didn't consider was that relationship part. And even just the fun of it, like meeting cool people on the other side of the world and mm-hmm. like just finding those connection pieces that you have in common. And mm-hmm. there's like some that are on the other side of the world that I'm like still friends with. And we chat on Facebook and we've like collaborated on things together and yeah, it, it was such a surprise. Yeah, the human component of it, I think, gets overlooked sometimes by people that tend to be more tra- transactional about it. But like just the other day, we had one of our clients who uh, is a licensed therapist. And one of the shows that we booked her on is hosted by a former therapist. And so just that piece of when we made the connection of, oh, you two will have fun chatting about the, you know, yeah. the therapy space. Um, you know, it's just, it's nice to be able to pull those different pieces of your life into that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And so when people think of like pitching to get on a podcast, Mm -hmm. people are just like, (laughs) like, it just (laughs) feels like so daunting. And it's like, you know, those pitch emails, you know, I I think I got like three yesterday. One mm-hmm. of them was good. Two of them were horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Um, so what are the, besides emailing people and asking, um, what are different ways that you can get booked on shows? That's such a great question. I love that you call out the fact that it is really daunting. I come from a background of sales. And so um, emailing to make a connection, it really is second nature to me, but I know Mm. for so many people, it's a huge mindset block. So uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can position yourself to be a guest on shows. Mm. So first is your network. So just letting people know that you are utilizing podcast guesting as a strategy. Here's what I can talk about. Here's the types of shows that I'd be a good fit for. A simple email to the people who already know you they want to support you. They just yeah. need to be asked. So that's always where I tell people to start start with your network. Um, you can do simple things by um, posting on LinkedIn or whatever platform you're most, um, you're, you're most active on. Just let people know, hey, I'm looking to be a guest on shows. Here's what I can talk about. Here's the type of shows. Because by being specific about what you're looking yeah. for, it then helps people's brains register like, oh, I know somebody who's a host of a show that would be great for you. Um, So you could also utilize your team. 
to have you be a guest on shows. So whether you have a virtual assistant or you have somebody who is in a marketing role on your team, those are resources that you can utilize. Uh, the pros being you're already paying them, they're already working True. in your business. Hopefully they have more of a familiarity with you. Uh, the cons I would say is there is a nuance to pitching to get mm -hmm. on a show. And sometimes those team members don't have that training or sometimes people think VA, oh, they can do anything. That's not the case. It's a VAs skill, very the communication part of it, for sure. You don't Absolutely. want it to look like a copy and paste. You want it to look like that person actually listened to your podcast mm -hmm. and thought about the strategy and why they're a fit. Mm -hmm. um, you can tell, like, as soon as I get an email, I'm like, okay, you have listened to the show. <laughs> yeah. We just had a new client start working with us, um, who she had utilized her VA to pitch her to shows. And so she shared the list of shows that they had pitched and most of them being huge shows that mm -hmm. either pay to guest mm -hmm. on or they don't take unsolicited pitches but you know they wouldn't have known that but she got you know zero response to all of those nope. outreaches and um so that's the downside of leveraging yeah. you know a va or Agreed. somebody who's more of a generalist um another resource and i love this one for people that are just starting to dip their toe in the water um, in the guesting space is there's a number of online resources that are matchmakers between yeah. hosts that are looking for guests and guests that want to be on shows. Um, there's podcastguest.com, there's matchmaker.fm. Um, one that I really like is the Podcast Guest Collaborative. Mm, uh, they have that one. Oh, it's great. They have a Facebook group that is super active. Mm. Um, and then they also have a membership that's relatively low cost. I want to say it's $15 a month. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, I'm an affiliate of theirs, but uh, I have tried out some of the other platforms just to understand how they work for sure. and who they might be good for. Um, I will say that across the board, a lot of those podcast matchmaking sites are... Um, more heavily weighted towards guests that want to be on shows, meaning that there's a lot more of those folks than there are hosts that are looking for guests. And the hosts that tend to join those platforms tend to be newer shows or shows that are pre-launch. Um, and as you know, that pod fade is a real thing. So um, they are, uh, tend to attract more of those kind of newbie-ish podcasters that don't have those That's really established shows. That's a great point, which I never really thought about before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, really in the podcast point. collaborative group, I have noticed that there tend to be more shows that are established mm -hmm. and even, you know, top shows like top shows in the top 10 or 5% yeah. that occasionally will post looking for guests. Mm -hmm. So um, those are just a handful of some of the resources that are out there. So pros being that, you know, it's a great way to just take yourself out of it and yeah. let it happen. Um, on the flip side, it's, and I will say, I guess it's good for more newbie uh, podcast guests, yeah. people that are just getting started. But there is still um, a lot of time in like researching and looking and looking at the profiles and like, yes. it's still very time consuming. And some of the search features are a little bit tricky, but, um, yeah, I've had a couple of good matches and then oh, on good. the flip side, it's been like, 
I don't have time to like do all the research and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So that. you're, you're on some of them then as a yeah, host. Yeah. I, I okay. was curious and, mm-hmm. and what have you. Um, yeah. Again, like you, right. I want to see what they're about and I love looking yeah. at different podcast resources and like, you know, I get asked about stuff all the time. So can I refer one or the other? And yeah. 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 It's interesting to see. Yeah. Just like anything, you have to be an active participant and then there's still administrative stuff that needs to be done. Let's say Mm -hmm. you are uh, selected as a guest for a show, you know, you still usually have to fill out the application and the information. And so there's all of those pieces that go into Mm -hmm. it, but, um, that's a great place to start. Um, let's see what else other ways to get booked. Oh, there's a great community called Podwise, the Podwise Co-op by Angie Trueblood. I like that because it's a collaborative of podcast hosts and people that want to guess. I think they have regular calls, there's regular trainings. And just by being in community with other people, you're going to build relationships. And through those relationships, I think are where some of the best podcast guesting uh, connections happen. So I think that's a great one. And then obviously there's guest booking agencies like your expert guest or a number of the other ones that are out there. Um, so, uh, pros being that, uh, we're specialists, we're really designed to provide that outcome for the guests to make it easy for them. So all they have to do is show up and have the interview. Yes, (laughs) <laughs> exactly. But cons, you know, you're typically paying for that service and that expertise. Mm-hmm. So why would someone like, what would, okay, I've got all these different options. Mm-hmm. What are the benefits of hiring a booking service or a booking agency? Yeah. So really it comes down to when you're looking to achieve your goals, are you more inclined to want to invest your time which means probably not a good fit for you. Um, Maybe you'd be better suited towards one of the other options or are you willing to invest money in reaching your end goal? So I think that people that tend to work with us are established business owners. Um, They're usually six or seven figure business Mm -hmm. owners. Um, They're very clear on why they wanna be a guest on podcasts. It's not just for the sake of, Hey, I want to be a guest on a podcast, but they don't know the real why. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it SEO? Is it visibility? Do they have a new book they're launching? Do they have a new course they're promoting? Um, So those are some of the reasons that uh, we find we work really well with our clients is with they have a clear why. So um, we can just help them accomplish their goals faster and get them on really great, great quality shows and also protect their reputation Um, because we are presenting them in a way that aligns with their professional brand. So, um, sometimes if you are having your VA do the outreach for you, or you're hiring somebody that's not as specialized, they're just sending copy and paste kind of emails that really degradate the quality of your brand. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, when I get emails from like, an assistant of someone mm-hmm. versus when I get an email from a guest booking service, I am more likely to pay attention and read it because I know that they've done the research. Nice. I know that, you know, that's what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like just the way it's crafted and what have you, mm-hmm. I am more likely to like, you know, fully read it and give it my attention. I do answer everybody, but 
Yeah. That's I'm like, nice okay, good. It's a guest booking service. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I think that the piece of the guest booking services for the most part are thinking with your listeners in mind. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking about how can this guest provide value to your listeners? Like what mm-hmm. are the listeners going to get out of it? And why is this guest so un- uniquely positioned to serve them? Um, at least that's the approach that we take. That makes sense. I'm going to ask you another question in a minute, but first yeah. I want to share my favorite tool because it's tool time. As they say, I love, I love I know. about new tools. People always get asked about my tools. Um, so my favorite tool that we use at smoothbusinesspodcasting.com week in week out is repurpose.io. Don't know if you use that Julie or not. Um, so we create the Instagram videos of our podcast episodes and the short 60 minute, um, 60 second, uh, video clips from the episodes with captions. And I love the fact that they're branded and it makes leveraging my podcast so much easier. So of course, head to smoothbusinessgrowth.com slash repurpose and see how truly easy it is. And next Julie, cause you're my guinea pig. I'm weaving a pun in every episode moving forward (laughs) because we need to have more laughs. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bring it on. All right. What do you call a fish without an eye? I don't know. (laughs) I love it. I love puns. That's a good joke. I know they're the best. Um, and repurpose.io. I had not yes. heard of that before. Ooh, they're good. I interviewed okay, Annie Moore actually on the show. It was a good episode. Cool. All right. So the fun time's over. So we'll continue <laughs> on with our chat about guest booking. Um, so how do you like I I have three questions in my head that are all ramming together. Yeah. What do you look for with a guest booking agency? Like, are there questions that you should ask or like, oh, I need to make sure that they do this, this, and this? Yes. So there's a number of things I think that you should look for. Um, Number one is I always suggest that you ask about their process. So um, ask questions about like, how do you find the shows that would be a good fit for me? Um, Ask about their strategy. So that's one thing that we're really um, well-versed in is we spend a lot of time on the front end with new clients to understand their business and understand what their goals are, who are their top clients that they serve, because then that plays into our strategy about how we go find the right shows for them to reach the people that they need to talk to. So asking questions about their strategy, their onboarding process, Um, how long will it be before they start appearing on shows? Um, a big one is, um, how do you prepare me for shows? Mm -hmm. So one thing that we do is provide a guest, uh, a backgrounder for each podcast to our clients, um, that lets them know about the show, reminding them what they'll be talking about. If there's any special format that the show follows, any special questions that the host will have for them. So just anything to help them be prepared for the show. Um, Also, conversely, we take care of all the administrative details for getting their information to the host so that the guest doesn't have to do that. But not all agencies handle that. So that would be a good question. Just find out, you know, what deliverables are you getting for what you're paying for? So that's a big one. I would definitely ask to see a sample pitch. 
So show me oh, how you pitch I would one never of your clients. To ask for that. Oh yeah. Because then that shows you, are they just yeah, sending true. Out a one sheet with no context of why you'd be a great guest? Um, or are they positioning you in a way that really shows how you're providing value? So it has to see a sample pitch. And then um, I, just like any other kind of bigger service that you're hiring in your business, ask for referrals. So I would ask to talk to a couple of current and past clients. Nice. And check out the reviews. Like if they have Google reviews or reviews on LinkedIn, you know, what are people saying about their experience working with them? That is so true. It's like just those things that you're like, oh yeah, why didn't I think to do that before? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's so, so obvious once you say it, but you totally don't think of it in the moment. Just like when you're getting your house painted, you know, it's a big investment. You get three yes. bids and you talk to, you may not go with the, the cheapest. You might go with the most expensive because they're using the best quality yeah. paint and it's going to last a long time and they're insured and all of those things. So yeah. um, just do your due diligence when you're doing your evaluations on who you're going to hire. That's the great tips. And so how do you match people up between guests and hosts? Like, I know, obviously it's not like you put them in a bingo ball and just like mix them <laughs> up and, and hope for the best. There's strategy involved. Um, so what are some of the criterias in your decision-making? It really depends on the client. So for instance, we have a client who has been with us for year and a half, I want to say, she's got a show that ranks in the top 3% of all podcasts. Mm. And so for her, and she uses podcast guesting as an ongoing marketing strategy. Um, It brings a lot of new business to her, but she wants to be on shows where she's kind of matching her audience size. So we're looking at shows that are also in the top 3% that contain her ideal clients, which are coaches, consultants, marketers. So those are the types of shows that we're looking to get her on. We have another client who is very new to podcast guesting. And so the initial strategy for him is really to kind of build up his inventory of shows that he's been on while at the same time reaching his ideal client. So we're looking at shows that may be a lot newer, um, you know, still established, still have more than 20 episodes, but um, are open to having somebody that you know, doesn't have a ton of experience being a podcast guest. So it really varies by each client. We had another client who was a a high net worth divorce attorney. So a divorce attorney to a lot of celebrities, and he wanted to use podcast guesting to drive referrals. So, you know, we were booking him on podcasts that were hosted by other attorneys. Um, So it really just kind of comes down to the client, what's their goal, who's their audience, and what's going to be the right fit based on a number of different factors that play into their whole whole strategy. Yeah, that's perfect. And you were saying like you do some of the the back end work before you Mm -hmm. even start pitching. It's like Mm -hmm. there's so much that you need to know, like their business, their superpowers, and like Mm -hmm. really understanding who their avatar and who their ideal client is. Cause there's so like you have to be so intentional. You don't want to be on a show for the sake of being on a show. You want to get in front of the right people. Yeah. Yeah. You either want to get in front of the right people. And oftentimes the people listening to the show are very similar to the host. And so again, that host has the power to be an amazing referral partner for you. So um, just looking for 
similarities that there are a point of connection between the host and the guest yeah. is a big part of what we do. And I've been a matchmaker since I was a little kid. So this just <laughs> comes naturally to me. It's a lot of fun. And for the people on our team too, they're just amazing. Um, I'm so pleased. We have a Slack channel called wins and, you know, every day that channel is just blowing up with, I booked this guest on this podcast and it's really neat to see yeah. like how great they are at it. That's awesome. And it makes you feel good, right? Especially when a client is like, Ooh, that's a great match. I'm excited about being on that show or like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. What other success stories do you have? I'm sure you have a ton. Um, we were just talking before the show that I was on a show a couple of weeks ago and literally two days after the show went live, I had someone like call to be a client and mm -hmm. I was like, yay, <laughs> mm -hmm, <laughs> that's mm -hmm. an instant win. Yeah. We have a ton of those. Um, I would say that like, I just got an email from one of our clients, uh, last week. She's like, Oh my gosh, that show that you booked me on was a perfect fit. They, I booked a discovery call right away from it. Perfect. Um, I had another one who, this is kind of a fun story. She was on a, a show who was hosted by, I'm going to say he was, a it was a networking kind of show. So he runs a networking organization. Mm -hmm. He had our client on who was a sales coach. Um, because he's a natural networker, he's thinking about, oh, who else could she meet? And she had mentioned who her favorite author was. It's like, I know him. And so he connected the two of them. She was able to have a conversation with him. She was able to invite him onto her podcast. Wow. They've since had other conversations about how they could work together. So it's just amazing the little things that can yeah, happen yeah. from these interviews that can go on to create amazing things. Um, I love that. Yeah. Do you want me to go on? I mean, I feel like, yeah, cause they're <laughs> cool to know. <laughs> I love these stories. Um, another one of our clients, let's see, she has a, uh, kind of, uh, money stories type money mindset type of podcast. And she has met a number of referral partners for, um, her business. Mm. So referral partners for new clients that then the host receives an affiliate payment yeah. whenever they receive new, new clients. And then, um, you know, it's their number one strategy for gaining new clients is yeah. by her going on other people's podcasts. Um, as a host, it's also a great way to find guests for your own podcast. So True. by guesting, you're meeting a bunch of other people that could be great guests for your show. And then you could have podcast swaps. Yeah. So the, the options are kind of endless for what can happen yeah. because of podcast interviews and guesting. Um, but, and for me personally, for our brand, um, you know, we are now, I want to say over a hundred thousand dollars in terms of revenue that has come from a direct result of podcast guesting. Sweet. So it's, it's definitely a huge driver for yeah. us. Love it. I love hearing all those yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, so the last thing I want to touch upon is for anyone that's listening, like, how do you know when you're ready to work with a guest booking agency? Like, is mm -hmm. there anything that you need to have done mm -hmm. or assets before you even think about it? Yeah. I think the big piece is you're already in that mindset of outsourcing the things that mm. are maybe not your sweet spot or right. things that you just don't want to be doing, or you're really focused on freeing up your time so that you can work in your zone of genius, which is, you know, delivering whatever yeah. products or service or your thought leadership that you have. 
So um, it kind of goes back to that. If you want to reach your goals, do you want to invest the time or do you want to invest the money? So Mm -hmm. that I would say is the number one is recognizing that you don't want to be doing all the things in your business Mm -hmm. anymore. And you want to outsource that marketing strategy piece to a trusted partner. Um, Other things is perhaps you've been a guest already on a show and you've seen the ROI from it. So you know what it can do for your business. That's also a a great indicator that it may be time for you to hire an agency who is really well-versed and can speed up the process for you. I love that. Um, and I know you've got some great resources, um, on your website. Um, one of them is a podcast guest checklist. Um, so I'd love to share that with the listeners. If you can tell us about it and where to find it. That would be awesome. Yeah. So as you mentioned, there are things that you should be doing before, during, and after a show really to maximize your, your guest interview. So we put together a podcast guest checklist to be the best guest ever, and you can grab that at our website at yourexpertguest.com slash checklist. Perfect. Thank you so much. And of course, go to yourexpertguest.com and um, yeah, and talk to you about getting them on shows yep. and get some higher ROI. I love both guesting and hosting. Um, I think they both absolutely have a huge amount of value and especially people that are, you know, need that exposure need to grow their e-list. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, it checks off so many boxes. It's like you get so much bang for your buck. It's like the best thing ever. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, I know that there's a lot of professional speakers who guest as well. And again, yeah. usually the ROI, because you're not traveling somewhere, you're not paying yeah. for an airplane ticket and a hotel room, and then your time away from the office, you're showing up, you're having a great conversation, usually from your own home or your studio or your office and you're done (laughs) and you're reaching a lot more people if you're at a speaking event. So it um, opens up so many doors, right? Like I've been invited on like summits or do a giveaway mm -hmm, or speak mm -hmm. on actual stage Mm -hmm. or virtual stage. It's like, it just opens up so many doors. It's so true. It's so true. It really is. I feel lucky to be in this industry and uh, grateful that I get to meet amazing people like you. It's a ton of fun. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me, Julie. And thanks for being my guinea pig with my tool time and my pun. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I hope you keep it going. All right. I'll try. (laughs) I will do it. (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks, Lindsay. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.